And before Pep gets on, I'd just like to say there's nobody happier to see him <laughs> right now than, than me. Every sports fan has an opinion. Well, these are ours. Ours. Welcome to Brock and Pep's Unsportsmanlike Convo. And here are your hosts, Brock Fleming and Pep Cariotti. All right. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. We are looking at a September 25th date. It is uh, Wednesday evening. We are coming live from the RA Center once again. Um, Joining me tonight, at least for the first section, is a gentleman by the name of Mike Pignat. He's replacing Pep for this little segment. Sitting in. Sitting in. Now Temporarily. He's, you guys know his voice. He's on. He's our Blue Jay analyst. We'll call you that. Mm-hmm. Baseball Blue Jay analyst. And we'll, we'll have him on uh, another episode that focuses on baseball and the, uh, the whole playoff picture and stuff a bit later. Um, but, uh, yeah, he's filling in. Pep has uh, apparently a job. <clears throat> so he is uh, busy with the client, making somebody stronger and healthier and happier. Um, doing his magic. He'll be uh, joining us a little bit later as we uh, are interviewing uh, our special guest tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, that'll be a little bit later. So, Mike, I don't want to hog the, all the, the talking. This is You're called up to the big leagues right now, and it's go time. I know, but it's uh, think of the pressure. <laughs> I, I'm subbing in for a guy whose name is on the show. Yeah. Brock and Peps. It, on we named now. it, though, right? Mm-hmm. So... That's why it's, it's on the show. <laughs> we weren't anointed with uh, our names on it. It's. Uh, I'm just trying not to derail the, the car. All right. Maybe, you know what? We've had a lot of feedback in a little while, and a lot of it has to do with um, shorter episodes. Mm-hmm. People want some shorter episodes. Um, Pep and I have a hard time shortening the episodes. We love sports so much, and we talk about it once a week. And there's just so much stuff to talk about that we kind of get sucked into the vortex that is a discussion. Yeah. And ends up being an hour and a half, two hours. Well, the thing is, too, you get on one topic and that leads to, oh, yeah. And oh, yeah. while you're talking about it, it leads to another. And yeah, it's inevitable. Well, we're going to try and work on that. And that involves uh, planning a little bit more, uh, detailing what our opinions are. Because Pep will be, Pep's one to throw me a curveball or two during the episode mm-hmm. and ask me for my opinions on the spot. Uh, which I I enjoy, yeah. Uh, but it does lead to a little uh, a little bit more of a hmm, let me think about that uh, kind of stuff. So it's not uh, uh, in in the essence of keeping it short. It's not really the the most beneficial thing for sure. But <coughs> and, right. and it, it's a credit to his interview skills. Like he, he's very conversational. He, he throws is. questions out there. He's inquisitive. Uh, but yeah, I, I understand uh, the feedback and uh, and what you guys are trying to do. All right. Well, we are going to, uh, well, we're going to get right onto it. So we just finished a weekend of sports. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was week three in the NFL. Mm-hmm. And there were some surprises, some not surprises. Um, did you watch any games? I watched the majority of the KC Baltimore game, uh, that was, mm-hmm. which was the, you know, sort of circled with the two young quarterbacks. Uh, I thought it was a great game, but uh, I felt bad. Uh, like, uh, uh, 
Mahomes? Mahomes. He's so good. Mahomey. Uh, Mahomey. Mahomey. Yeah. I got him on my cell. Uh, no, he's so good uh, that, that uh, the other quarterbacks compared to him just by virtue of their two young quarterbacks, they're both having success. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's not fair because that guy is so good. I mean, he's, he's tearing apart defenses. Uh, now, he's, he's got a lot of protection, too, which I noticed that game, which I wasn't aware of. Like he, he gets a good three seconds to look around, uh, find a receiver, let the play develop. Um, so, so he's using that to his advantage. Uh, but, but it was a good game. Yeah, the one thing with his protection, his line's pretty decent. Uh, one guy got hurt, I think, in the game. Uh, but the other thing is that they have so many weapons. So mm-hmm. the way their an Andy Reid offense is structured is very, you know, spread out. It's quick tempo. So if you send as a defense, if you send any more than five or six guys to pressure him, he's going to find that open guy yep. and, and make you pay. So they're, they're trying to do it with four or five guys. And Mahomes can move. Mm-hmm. Now, Lamar Jackson has improved quite a bit from last year. Uh, I thought, I thought that, that that was a game I watched very closely because I was excited to see how it was going to turn out right. and see, you know, is Baltimore sort of in the hunt of the real deal? How does KC look without uh, Tyreek Hill and Hunt? Um, and uh, the game really lived up to it for me. Uh, I was... Uh, well, okay, so I won my first pro line this ah. week. Was that one of the games featured in the... It was. I had the Ravens plus six. Right on. So I had a vested interest as well. <laughs> uh, and that garbage... Not garbage. That touchdown at the end mm-hmm. um, propelled me into covering that spread. Uh, say, yeah, I picked uh, Ravens to cover. plus six. Green Bay minus eight to cover. Mm-hmm. Detroit plus six against Philly. And the Jets... I picked the Jets plus 23 and a half. And it was 23 nothing at halftime. I thought, fuck, there's no way. But I guess uh, I, didn't, I didn't watch any of the game. I had no interest in watching that game whatsoever. Uh, but when they flipped on, I saw it was 30-14. to 14. Mm-hmm. Super pumped that I actually uh, covered. But I think that was, the, that was the Sunday night game, right? That was, no, it was during the day. It was during the day, okay. Yeah. No, the Sunday night game was, uh, uh, was Chicago-Washington on the Monday. Uh, was it the Giants-Tampa Bay? Was it that one? Could no, be. that was an afternoon no. game, too. Yeah. Anyway, I'll have to check the, mm-hmm. uh, the schedule. That was a game I watched as well, the Tampa Giants game. Okay. Um, Danny Dimes. Danny Dimes, the quarterback, Daniel Jones, uh, looked pretty good. I mean, Tampa Bay's uh, defense is not great, but uh, he looked very good. That's a pro-line win? Is that what that is? Well, that's a pro-line win, and that is the entrance music. Uh, to a certain individual who is done training his clients, has made everybody happy, stronger, and uh, he is now finally in studio. So we will uh, wrap up our NFL thing real quick. Actually, you know what? Screw it. Let's take a break. We'll get uh, the Lebanese Stallion back on here with us, and uh, we'll finish up our NFL talk. And before Pep gets on, I'd just like to say there's nobody happier to see him. (laughs) Right now, than, than me. <laughs> oh, man. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. All right. We are uh, back from a quick break. We let our co-star set up his shop. He's here in full Steeler gear, which is uh, impressive because I would be really embarrassed to be wearing that. But we are oh going to finish off the uh, 
the NFL takes now that Mike and I have finished off our hot dogs at the RA Center. <laughs> and uh, a little disappointed that they weren't the uh, third pounders that are advertised on the menu. Mm-hmm. Um, the word jumbo was used more than once. Boy, it, just, it definitely was, yeah. You just got the regular Schneiders? Yeah, yeah. she's like, the, we were out of the uh, hockey stick size hot dogs. Mm-hmm. So uh, Someone ran down to the local 7-Eleven. <laughs> Yeah, it. grabbed a couple off the old swirly thing <laughs> and brought that up for yeah. us. Um, we devoured them. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> they don't sit there longer than seven days. So. Still good. Yeah, still good. Still good. <laughs> Interesting texture. Yeah, there's a bit of a, a hint of smokiness, but uh, like cigarettes. Yeah, cigarette smoky. <laughs> hey, aged like fine wine. Hey. <laughs> Uh, but it was delicious, and uh, it was probably for the best. I didn't need to have that <laughs> exactly. big of a hot dog. Exactly. I even got a side salad, like a sucker, because those fries look pretty good. All right. Smart man. Pep. Yes. How was your client? Good. Always good. good. Always good. Uh, so we talked a little bit really quickly about uh, week three in the NFL. So we, uh, and for those who are listening and that we couldn't remember the Sunday night game, I don't know how we forgot. It's the Cleveland Browns versus the Los Angeles Rams, which is a game I was very pumped to see. And on one of the pro line picks, I actually picked Cleveland to win because I thought that those guys were tailor-made for the spotlight and to kind of come out in that, uh, uh, like a coming out party with, uh, uh, with Mayfield and, and Beckham and Landry playing, you know, the Super Bowl runner-ups. At home, you know, under the lights. Uh, The only game on at that point nationally, I thought for sure. I thought they played okay, but. You know, there were questionable calls. Did you guys have have a chance to uh, talk about the game yet at all, or or are you just bringing it up right now? Have you guys gone through some games? uh, No, we went through the KC and Baltimore game. Okay. Uh, we were very impressed yeah, awesome. with that. Both teams very, very uh, offensively dynamic. I thought it was a really fun offensive game to watch mm-hmm. for a Baltimore team that's you know famous for their defense. It was really interesting, but well, almost opposites in terms of uh, scheme. Yeah, you know, like they're just but both effective. Both did it very well. Very fun to watch. And Jim Harbaugh going forward on uh, on fourth down, like pretty much every time, <laughs> no matter where they were on the field, fourth and one uh, on their own forty. I'm going for it. So, I, hey, I like it. I like yeah. that style, big O-line. Uh, the Browns game, there's some tri- there's some tripping going on today between Rex Ryan and Baker Mayfield, and Freddie Kitchens got into it too. I'm not sure if you heard about this today. So uh, Rex Ryan basically said, you know, Baker Mayfield's super overrated, overhyped. And Baker Mayfield said, well, you know, like, like our coach Freddie Kitchens says, uh, all we care about is the guys wearing brown and orange, and he's not wearing any colors right now. And there's a reason for that. Ouch. I, I would have actually led with, uh, you think Baker, you think I'm overrated? I think you're overweight. <laughs> and I'm moving on. <laughs> and uh, the whole foot fetish thing. But anyway, that's a whole other podcast. podcast. Um, Rex Ryan needs to relax. Who the, who the heck is Rex Ryan? I don't think he ever coached an offensively talented team. Uh, and if he did, uh, it, they, weren't, uh, they weren't good because of him. Right. Yeah, not producing. No, defensive guy. I mean, the the one year they made the conference finals with uh, Sanchez and uh, those guys, they had some talent uh, mm-hmm. both in the backfield, offensive line, and wide receivers, and they blew it. So if I was him, I'd just ease up on the highly overrated. It's the kid's second year. It's the third start of the year. They are overhyped a little bit, but, you know, they don't have a very strong offensive line. He's running for his life. The Rams were going up right up the middle on them virtually every play. What do you expect the kid to do? Uh, you know, they're going to be good. They, they've shown signs of being really good. Some questionable play calling. Fourth and nine, they run a draw play. 
So there's some stuff they got to iron out there, but uh, Rex Ryan needs to relax on the uh, on the overhype. Baker Mayfield's a good quarterback. I think on that draw, Aaron Donald was supposed to be double team too, and he actually like slipped that double team. There was some really good interior lineman play this week. Yeah, I, you know, there's just two or three like plays. Like that's one play that stood out, and then there's the uh, Trevathan. Is that the guy for uh, the Trevathan, Bears? Yeah, where he did this move, and as an offensive lineman, I think holy fuck, that was pretty slick. He, like, took two steps to rush and then literally stopped and kind of looked back, like, just played possum, just enough for the tackle to now look inside to help, and then he kept going and got a sack. Like, it was, anyway. It was a great play. It was, it was like a great hesitated. play. Yeah. yeah, it was a hesitation yeah. as an, from an offensive line. I'm like, step inside, but don't take your eyes off. I'm like, you got to have better vision than that. But, um, anyway, he made the guy look pretty stupid. But It's an interesting week. I thought this week was the, uh, you sort of, Half the teams were, okay, we, we thought, we knew you were going to be like this. And then the other half were like, oh, Kyle Allen from uh, Carolina. I think when uh, Cam Newton comes back from his list Frank injury, which could be four to six weeks, maybe even longer, I think there's, I think there's a problem there. He played really well. It's not a problem for Carolina because they're better with him, I think. I think they're, they're more even in mm-hmm. terms of an offensive uh, runs, uh, offensive scheme. With Newton, I find his decision-making isn't always there because he still has that almost feel like a run-first mentality if yeah. he doesn't see it, but he doesn't have the body and the athleticism and the health to do it. I'll take back the athleticism. He has it, but he's not healthy, so right. he doesn't. he's not able to move. Yeah, exactly. And because of that, I think that hurts their offense. And if this kid can come in and actually make decent decisions, I lost that bet. I, took, uh, I thought the Cardinals First, were going to win yep. for sure. Yeah. And uh, Carolina played really well. Yep, absolutely. Um, <clears throat> Seattle, maybe who they thought we were, they were going to be. I know they, they came out at the blocks 2-0, and but they really took a thump in this week. Yeah, I the mean... Saints, Teddy Bridgewater and the Saints, you know, laid it to him pretty good. Well, it just know. goes to show that as good as Breeze is, like, the Saints have a pretty good team. Oh, So yeah. if Bridgewater can get in there and just manage the fort for those games before, you know, Breeze comes back, I, they're going to be great. Ramchick might be the best offensive lineman in the NFL. Arms, You're not going to get me off of Quinn Nelson, but yeah, uh, I'm a huge Armstead, fan. Armstead as well. Like, they've got two out of their five linemen who might be the two top players in the NFL in terms of line. They've so. had a really good line for the last few years. Yeah. So anyway, anyway. I, there's some interesting. I don't. I, don't, I really. Don't, there's not <clears> much to say about the Steelers. I know I, I come on here and I want to talk about Pittsburgh because they're my favorite team. Um, just again, mistakes. They they caused five turnovers. You usually win those games. They blow it from, you know, ironically, a turnover. James Conner, I've been saying this for weeks on not only on my Facebook page, but our Facebook page, and to anyone who listen, I don't believe James Conner James to be a running back, uh, RB1, a first, first stringer running back. I think he's a great story. I, I want to see him have a long career in the NFL, but I don't think it's going to be as a starting running back. And there's already talk of um, him not being the starting running back this upcoming week. I know he's been bothered by a knee too but look he doesn't well, have the speed doesn't yeah. have the burst <clears throat> there's some uh running backs that are out there right now too that are available and on trade talks Kenyon drake being one of them fantasy yeah. you mean uh no no like no. the Kenyon drake is on the blocks yeah. like they're Wants talking about miami. trading him yeah. um i mean who doesn't want out of miami though well they all do but i heard even melvin gordon yeah i heard that uh yeah, I've heard people talk, say, like, trade him, like, get rid of him because yeah. Looks like the he's guys, coming back now. Yeah, yeah Eckler and Jackson yeah. are pretty decent. But, uh, yeah, guys, it'll be interesting. How about the NFC North? 
Seven, was it seven on one? Seven and one against everybody else? So Minnesota has a loss. Yeah. I think. But what a, what a division. They're going to beat the hell out of each other. I don't even think, you know, they haven't even played each other, really. I think Minnesota and uh, Green Bay have played each other so far. But, yep. oh, God. Well, the they Chicago are, Green Bay. Chicago Green Bay, too. But Chicago's now 2-1 and one after that. Green Bay is 3-0. and oh. Minnesota's 2-1. and one. Woof. It's Minnesota-Chicago this weekend. I like Minnesota. I know they. I know that Kirk Cousins can be up and down, but Dalvin Cook, man, that's my guy. Yeah, he looks pretty good. Yeah. He's a guy that uh, coming out of college I wanted to – get him on my fantasy team now he's been injury prone but he's a guy would have his explosiveness is is second to none hot off the wire the Steelers pick up Nick Vanett from uh, the Seattle Seahawks in exchange for a fifth round pick Vanett's uh, basically their tight end their tight end two TE2 not their starter it's that Disley kid who's getting all the all the throws um, no Oh, Seattle. Seattle, yeah. So yeah. Vanit is really a But he's a, a second blocker. for Pittsburgh, too, then, because McDonald's still there. McDonald's hurt, though, so he'll, he'll start. Well, he'll, be, right. he'll be TE1. Uh, Seattle went ahead and signed Luke Wilson off the uh, free agency oh, wire. He's back out there. Back out there. Oh, so good for a smart. Canadian kid. And you know what? Smart pickup for them. He knows the system, so he's going to come in. It'll be a seamless transition. So uh, uh, Pittsburgh is hurting at the tight end position. Hurting. Uh, Vance McDonald's going to be out for a couple weeks. He was in a sling today. So he'll be out not only this week, but probably a few more weeks. So they're hurting. And this is a big Monday nighter. This is two 0-3 teams. Pittsburgh goes 0-4, losing to the Bengals at home. All hell's going to break loose, guys. That's what it is, eh? Pittsburgh Bengals on Monday night? Monday night. Sweet. Is America's Got Talent still on? Something else I can watch? Because it's not going to be that pattern. Hey, now. (laughs) Yeah, right? WWE Raw. is Blue New replays. Or WWE Raw. Throwing a VHS. <clears throat> Actually, I think I would watch Pittsburgh uh, Cincinnati over WWE. But anyway, um, curse your tongue, son. <laughs> it is what it is. It's too, way too many tights and speedos for my liking. Did you guys hear about Lacey Evans? <clears throat> she's uh, the the blonde Southern Belle. Uh, she's a heel in WWF or WWE. Sorry. Okay. She got a speeding ticket in Edmonton, and uh, <laughs> she. Uh, basically like pulled the old hey uh, don't you know who I am to the cop and he just smiled and said no I, I really don't I don't know who you are and then uh, I, know, I know how he feels yeah <laughs> right yeah we're no, I'm nobody um, so she went like Canada sucks you guys suck uh, we are gonna hear, be hearing from my lawyer and he's like look here's, here's your ticket man. Have, have a nice day yeah, you know? I'm just trying to do my yeah. job yeah. so I don't know how that's gonna translate in terms of her contract in WWE they don't really tolerate that I know, it, I know it's fake fake fun but in the back scenes, they take their stuff seriously. Yeah, so. they want you out of the news that way. Ah, yeah. they, they, it's bad promotion. And, and, and Canada's a big market for WWE. Yeah. So, Are you guys still talking about WWE? I stepped away for two I'm seconds. I'm so sorry. Still, okay. Detroit, Philly. Um, again, we're not going to break down every single game, but I thought Detroit looks really good. I, they, I was Unis impressed with them awesome. in that game. Yeah. The, the witch was? The uniforms I thought were sick. Oh, the blue pants were the best. Yeah. I, Old I didn't notice, but uh, <laughs> I thought the game, yeah, I thought they played well, and I was surprised to see them take it to... Uh, to Philly that way. What's I wrong heard, in Philly? Well, this guy's got a little uh, take for you here. Um, at that point, that's when I started hearing the, the fire trucks coming down the street. It was like the far off distance or whatever like that. Smoke started getting worse. Then I seen a guy hanging out the window, you know, screaming that his kids was in there and things like that. So I, I ran to the back door, see if it was open, and it was. I ran upstairs, and then I was greeted with smoke. I ran back downstairs. By that time, the ladder truck was pulling up. And ironically, being my one of my, ex, my old coworkers took the ladder off the off the truck, raised it up, and assisted people down. My man just started throwing babies out the window. We was catching. 
unlike Aguilar. <laughs> that was that's what we call a dedicated Philadelphia oh Eagles fan. That was priceless. Even in life and death situations where he's essentially a hero, yeah. has to f- take a second to trash yeah. talk the Eagles receiver for dropping balls. He's going to find a way to work that in. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> you give him a platform. He's going to do it. That was incredible. Speaking of incredible. Speaking of incredible. I don't even. I don't think people in here realize who just walked in. It's true, but he also walked in with a saunter that a lot of people should have taken notice about. Yeah. And like, you know what? This guy is somebody. Yeah. A few heads. Yeah, a little bit of <laughs> Conor McGregor. It. There. I love it. <laughs> a, few, a few heads turned. Um, we got a real beauty here, folks. We do have a real beauty. Kent Tasker is in the building, so we are going to uh, take a short break. Maybe we'll take a short break. Uh, we'll come back and finish this off. And then we're going to get into our interview, which will probably separate into two different things. Sure. Yeah. But uh, we'll be right back. And we are back with uh, the legend Ken Tasker and Mike Pignett's in the house talking a little uh, baseball. And Brock, you want to finish off? We want to talk a little bit about the... um, NFL and some undefeated teams as well as college. I'll let you go ahead and shoot. All right. So I was going to ask you, these are the seven undefeated teams that are remaining in the National Football League. Some of them are surprises. Some of them are not. The Patriots, no surprise. The Chiefs, no surprise. The Rams, no surprise. The Cowboys, a little surprise, but not overly. The Bills, very surprised. Packers, I'm a little surprised. I'm very surprised, yeah. And then the old San Francisco 49ers. Oh, I mean, wow. Right? Great coaching job by Shanahan. Like, uh, I mean, uh, they played Cincy, Tampa, and Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh post Roethlisberger injury, right? Yeah. It's not the toughest schedule. Same with the Bills. Jets, Giants, and then uh, uh, the one they won at home this weekend, which I'd love to remember who the fuck that was. You you know what? Well, now... I, I don't. There's no easy schedule. Uh, no, yeah. Anybody it, who has Miami is an easy it, schedule. It, aside from Miami, legit. Aside from Miami, there really isn't an easy schedule anymore. Oh, yeah. It was the Bengals that the Bills played. Yeah. The Bills, so yeah. two have the shitty Bengals that are on. Look, there. The, the Bengals are the Bengals are going to be concerning because they go into Pittsburgh and they play Pittsburgh hard. So it's a rivalry game. You know, ben, the we're talking about the on the flip side. Maybe some of the zero and three teams. The Bengals worry me. There, it's a talented veteran team that are struggling with a new system and a new coach and all that. But when we talk about the undefeated teams, Dallas isn't a surprise only because of their strength of schedule. But a win is a win. You're three and zero. You're three and zero. You know, and you've now created a cushion for yourself to maybe lose a game or two and not not fall too far behind. So we all know New England's going to win that division. It's, oh, the question down. is, is Buffalo going to be able to take one out or two from New England and hang in there for their for a wild card? And I think I think Buffalo and Indianapolis are still going to be my wild card picks. I know I flipped a switch after Andrew Luck got hurt, but they still look good. They look really good. Brissett is not the same guy that played two years ago. Like now he's in a system he understands. You know, he dink and, uh, you know, dink and dump a little bit for uh, the first couple of games, yeah. but now he's starting to really feel his, uh, his groove and yeah, man, he's been impressive. Good for, for O-line. What it is. Good Phenomenal O-line. O-line. Okay, so out of those seven, who's going to be undefeated still next week? I, I, I actually think all of them. 
<laughs> Unless they play each other. Uh, well, I don't have Bills, to Bills, Patriots play each other. This, they play each other this week? Yeah. 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 I, I will guarantee that San Fran is undefeated. Because <laughs> they're in a bye week. There's I knew you were going to say that. Um, Bills, Patriots, <laughs> where? Is it in Buffalo? Yep. It's in Buffalo. Confirmed by our You heard it here Buffalo. first, folks. <laughs> Buffalo's going undefeated, baby. Woo! All right. Oh, like yeah. It. Screw you, Bill Belichick. Actually, if their defense plays anything, that'll be, uh, that could be, hey, could be, could be. Oh man, that is, I did not realize that that's the game of the week. Sunday, one o'clock. Yep. Oh boy. Global TV. (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) Local channel. Although they didn't have the Bills game on this weekend. No. They had uh, the Detroit game on instead and uh, something else. Casey. Casey. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. Casey Ravens. That was a real good game. Anyway, we've already talked about that. Um, all right. The other thing is uh, college football. Nobody here watches college football, right? All right. Perfect. I've been catching a bit of it. I'm not going to lie. I've been trying to watch a little bit of it. I saw Michigan take a thump in this week. Yes. You know, that was awesome. I'm not a fan of the Harbaugh's. So, yes, I'm not a fan Woo! of that Harbaugh. There's a big difference between Jim and John. Go Badgers. In my opinion. They're both dickheads. Um, John seems a little bit more personal than Jim, which is weird because Jim's got to deal with kids versus John doesn't. John's passive-aggressive bullshit. Yeah. He, he yeah. grew up in a household with Jim. Yeah. What do you expect? Yeah, I guess. You know, the khaki closet was off the He's chain. so insincere with it. He shakes Tomlin's hand and, or Bill Cowher's hand. He was so in, insincere every time he did it. You guys hate each other. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Jim and Michigan, ranked number 11, lost to 13-ranked Wisconsin, who destroyed them and ran all over they them. They really did destroy them. And there was a meme uh, on, uh, I think it was Twitter or Instagram, and it was a clip of a BC Lions defensive back. And he's pumping up the crowd, and he's going like this, and he's calling on the receiver. Well, for our American friends in Canada, you get a running start to the line of scrimmage for receivers. It's all unlimited motion. Well, it's the camera zoomed in on this DB, and he's calling him on, and then the ball gets snapped, and he gets absolutely destroyed. The receiver just runs right at him and, like, trucks him until he's it's, – it's brutal. And, and the, the thing – the caption underneath said, this is Michigan every year, <laughs> where they think that they're, like, hot shit, let's yeah. go, and then they get trucked. And Wisconsin absolutely trucked them. That's wild. Now, Florida's 4-0. Um, you know, we lost uh, Felipe Franks last week. So Trask coming in and actually played a pretty decent game against University of Tennessee. Now Tennessee is anybody not know who Felipe Franks is here at the table? <laughs> yeah, I do. I do. Me, me. <laughs> is he the quarterback? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he used to be our quarterback. He's hurt. Okay. Okay. Um, Great name. Yeah. 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 Uh, Trask is a decent name as well. Anyway, they had Trask and Emory Jones playing, and um, whatever. We're four and zero. Is it going to last? I don't know. Georgia Notre Dame. Do you guys watch that game? I caught a little bit of it because I like Georgia, Heinz Ward. Good, good. I hate I hate Notre Dame. I was broken up about Felipe Franks, Franks getting injured. <laughs> <laughs> Any relation to Bubba? You're still thinking hot dogs. <laughs> oh, God. Frank Furter? <laughs> he, uh, yeah, I don't know. Franks was uh, hit and miss. I don't, uh, I don't uh, wish for injuries on anybody, but, um, you know, I'd like to see Trask do well and hopefully uh, take over that spot. Was, anyway, yada, yada. They're my Gators. I'm going to go for them. Georgia beats Notre Dame. Again, Notre Dame is in that same boat as that uh, that uh, that clip that Michigan had. They always yeah. come in really hot. 
I really have a distaste for them because they don't play in a conference. I think they're too good for a conference. I think they schedule too good at games and whatever. Who's their coach? Uh, Kelly. Not uh, not Chip. No, uh, the other guy. Uh, Brian Kelly. Brian Kelly. Yeah. Uh, you know, whatever. The fact he's wearing Notre Dame stuff is what annoys me, but uh, sure. he's a pretty decent coach. There, there's a Canadian receiver on that team, Poole, who actually started to really turn on the second half once they threw the ball to him, and he's going to be really good. He's out of BC. Anyway, whatever. If you guys haven't watched it, that was a great game. USC beats Utah, which is uh, an upset as well, and I uh, feel some glassy stares over here, so we're going to move on to something else. Okay. All uh, right. Before, uh, before we close, close up shop on all the football, you, met, you asked me about the undefeated teams, and I don't, we can't go through every game because we'll be here all night. But I have the schedule in front of me. The Packers are undefeated. They play the Eagles. Are they going to beat the Eagles? Yes. Uh, they're ho- okay. They're, they host them. Okay. Uh, Chiefs and Lions. Chiefs at Lions. You know what? I think the, man. Chiefs at Lions. Chiefs will win that one. I think the What's Chiefs the will win too. I don't have it here. It's, uh, I think, six and a half. Uh, speaking of spread, Curtis Casey. is here. So he showed me something. Shout out to Curtis Fleming. He's here listening. Curtis Fleming's here as well. <laughs> He's my uh, gambling instructor. Okay. So <laughs> I, I won one this week. Okay. But uh, he showed me this uh, a screenshot of a guy who would bet 89 cents on the spread of 20 games, college and NFL, and got down to the last game, Monday night, Redskins versus Bears. If the Redskins had won, he would have turned 89 cents into $500,000. I read that. I read that. You imagine how pissed off he must be. But Curtis brought up a good point. Hedge your damn bet. After before Monday nights, you put 250k on the Bears, and if the Bears win, boom, you're 250k richer. If the Redskins win, boom, you're 250k because you owe 250 on the other one. Smart. I never would have thought of that, and that's why we're not condoning. I lose more than anything. Compulsive gambling, everybody. Just FYI, it's just it's fun. Yeah, it's fun. It's fun. Fantasy football gets me to watch watch games and watch certain players. That. It was a $5 bet for 50 bucks on the line, and I was watching those games like I was the biggest Ravens fan ever. Brock's, uh, Kurt, Brock's, Brock's riled up, eh, bud? <laughs> your, your brother's riled, your brother's pretty riled up about this. Is he, I mean, yes or no, simply yes or no. <laughs> it's not on, is it? Oh, it's it on. No. <laughs> now it is. <laughs> so I'm like, I don't know what you're pointing at. <laughs> yeah, he's very riled up. Your brother's riled up, up about this, yeah. <laughs> uh, big money. Okay, so... Kurt, what, do you think the Chiefs go in and beat Detroit in uh, Detroit? Yeah, for sure. I think they, yeah. I don't even think it'll be close. Really. So they'll stay undefeated then. Actually, technically, the Lions are still undefeated. What's, they've what's they've the got two zero and one. Yeah, two zero and one. Yeah. Okay. They uh, blew, yeah, blew a late lead, a big lead to Arizona though, week one, I think. Yeah, yeah. And they end up finishing a tie. Brutal. This is week these one. are not undefeated teams, but uh, Browns in Baltimore. It's just. That's gonna be it's Baltimore looked really friggin' good. Baltimore looks good. But Cleveland also looks like they they're starting to figure things out a little bit slowly but surely. And they've got something. They can't they can't they can't go one and three and fall four games no. behind uh, mm-hmm. the Baltimore. So, uh, Bills Patriots we talked about. Ram, Buccaneers at Rams. Uh, no, I don't I don't see uh, Magic uh, Magic Winston. What a brutal what a brutal loss they had this week against the Giants. What were they thinking? Delay of game on purpose to move the kicker back five yards, thinking he kicks better from further. Uh, I think that's just a cover. Oh, that, you think so? Cover his kicker's ass? Yeah. Oh, interesting. Um, or quarterback's ass, one of the two. Uh, Cowboys and at Saints. 
I think the Cowboys suffer their first loss there. I don't care who's quarterbacking. Uh, I don't think so. I think the Cowboys win. Yeah. Did the Cowboys go in into New Orleans in a hostile environment? Who day? Who day? I think I'm confusing Cincinnati with. Uh, uh, I can't wait to get that on the sound. Who day? Who day? Please. Oh God. Anyway, th- that's our NFL wrap up. Uh, unless you guys have anything else you want to add. No, that's uh, that's about it. Just back to college real quick. <laughs> <laughs> Just gonna circle back. Just gonna circle back. I feel like we're, we're just missing. Circle back to college. We're missing some of the appeal of college football and college game day and the amount of excitement that the kids and stuff have. One of the stories that came out of Iowa. There's a guy who had a sign. So you know how like behind game day, I don't know if you ever watch it, but these kids are out there waiting from yeah. like eight, seven in the morning to be close and have signs up. Well, one guy had a sign that was up behind. Um, I think it was Todd McShay or whoever was on there, and it said. Bush light supply needs replenished. And he put his Venmo. And for those who don't know what Venmo is, it's like a money sharing app. So it's kind of like a, a GoFundMe almost, let's okay. say, that says, like, I'm, I'm out of beer money. I need more beer. You send me money. And it started off as a joke. And it's since raised $600,000. And Bush is actually going to match it because he's donating all that. So in Iowa, Again, for those non-college football fans, has this huge tradition. At the third quarter, between the third and fourth, there's a hospital that actually shares a wall of windows with the stadium. Okay. And everybody in the stadium, including the opposing teams and stuff, all turn and they wave up to the patients, the oh, cancer wow. kid patients that are looking down on the game. Where's the applause button, bud? Right there. Okay. That's pretty cool. I got chills. This is this is what college football is about. Okay, That's pretty cool. So they all do that anyway. He's donating that six hundred and whatever money is there to that hospital, and Bush Light is actually giving him. I don't know. They, they didn't disclose it, but it's like probably <laughs> beer for life or yeah, something stupid. <laughs> um, but anyway, those are the kind of you know somebody being an idiot who kind of rolls and now it's half a million dollars to three quarters to a, a children's hospital for uh, cancer patients and stuff. So um, anyway, shout out to that kid. Shout out to college football. We can talk <laughs> NFL all we want. It doesn't even touch it. Shout out to WWE this week for, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's, it's their cancer awareness week. And they, uh, they always have a show where they actually bring up a patient in the ring, which is, a little different from what they're usually used to, right? It's all fake stuff, fake talking, you know, bad guy versus good guy. Well, they bring they bring out a patient, someone who was either going through cancer treatment or has recovered from it, and even the heels and the good guys all get together on in the ring. It's kind of a cool scene. I know none of you here watch wrestling. That's cool. <laughs> That's cool. I still watch wrestling, guys. Okay. Anyways, hey, uh, I feel you. This yeah, is like hey. me talking college football. You well, talk wrestling? Not really. It's wrestling. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. Nobody cares, apparently. Yeah, yeah. That's, uh, that's what okay. I'm getting. So I, I the, just, I'm still a lot stuck on the city planners in Iowa who have a college football stadium next to a, uh, tr- uh, what is it, a children's, a children's hospital. hospital. And, and they share a wall? Like, it, you'll see, the, if you look, the stands go all the way up. In the last row of the stands, it basically is a wall, and that's the wall of the hospital. It's all windows on each floor. So game time, oh, there's always kids that do that. And I forget how exactly it started. It was... I think one of the relationships that one of the actual Iowa players had with one of the patients, because they go in and do all their stuff all the time, and, and it started with that. He was yeah. waving, yeah. and then it was, you know, they were trying to get his attention, then it was more, and now you see, like, all the kids have these big foam hands, so they wave them back. That's really cool. The, again, the opposing team do the same thing. Everybody takes a break. The whole stadium, all the fans, all the players, everybody turn. That's over 100,000 people turning and waving to these kids who are 
waving back at him. Yeah, that's so cool, man. Mm-hmm. I'm glad you brought that up, Brock. That's pretty cool. I feel like I'm going to do a show yeah. on all of the very cool traditions that are in college football <laughs> as a huge, as a sales marketing ploy for everybody getting together Saturdays and watching college football with me. Dude, I, you know what, man? If if I didn't work in the morning and then have to get groceries and all the crap I can't do during the week, I'd totally watch college football with you, buddy. Totally. I, I, love, I love the schemes. We've already had this conversation. I love oh, the yeah. different schemes. And uh, yes, please. Uh, you know, anyway. All right. Mo- moving on to baseball. And we're gonna, we've are gonna we got about maybe 10 minutes to spend on this, 15 minutes. Yeah, let's take. go 10. I don't know where our guest went anyway. I think um, he's just getting ready. He had to go across the street to get earphones? He's going uh, to buy earphones? He's not going to buy earphones, is he? He's saying I'm going to go across the street, so I'm assuming he went to Walmart. Could I you just imagine? Beating somebody up? Yeah. Somebody's going to go buy here yeah. with some headphones on. <laughs> That's not like Ken whatsoever, just so everybody knows. Before, we, be before we talk about the uh, format in po- the postseason, I'm going to go around the table, and this might be... Cr- had I asked this question three or four months ago, thought, yeah, two months ago, you may have said you're crazy. This it's a no-brainer. But now this is a legit question, and I'm going to go around the table. I'm going to keep. Right. I'm going to leave Lourdes Gurriel out of it because I, I, he's hurt. I do think he has a promising future. But who ends up having the best career? I don't mean World Series. I'm talking maybe, you know, let's base it on average home runs and RBIs, overall impact on the game. All right. Who ends up having who? the best career? Biggio, Bichette, or Guerrero? All right. Let's start with Curtis. <laughs> you don't even have to explain. He's you don't have to explain. Uh, I'm to go with the uh, Bichette. Bichette, yeah, that's impact player. What Rock. were the options again? Bichette, Bichette, Bichette and and uh, Guerrero. From what you've seen this year so far, uh, one of the Bichette Biggios. I'm gonna. I'll go with Biggio. It's crazy how it's not, it's not Guerrero, right? Like, it's crazy. It, Mike, it, you, the, the key to that question was you said based on what I've seen so far. Yes, got to be Bichette. Based on this season, yep. It, uh, and I, but overall, how the, how that moves forward, I, you know, only time will tell. But uh, if I can say something while we're on this yes. subject, yeah, by all means, that's what you're here for. Well, uh, Kevin Biggio, how how you can let a team shift you at that age, I don't get. As a rookie, when you you come up, you, you, speed is one of your your features, uh, and you're letting teams shift you. It, it drives me nuts every time they do it, and every time he swings into it. He should be bunting, 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 yeah. or, or slapping it to the left side, whatever, so that it it stops. Like, he cannot, you know, he's, he's in the first year of what he hopes to be a long career, what Jay's fans hope to be a long career, and he's he's letting them do it to him. It drives me nuts every time. Anyways. Uh, uh, no, it's a good that's a, No, that's a little taste of what we're going to dive into yeah. in a couple weeks with the whole baseball thing. Well, that's it. And I... I'm I'm picking. I still think Guerrero is going to ultimately have the best career because he's committed to losing 20 pounds this offseason. He's yeah, he going to work out. He's gone ahead and said, "I got to lose 20." I mean, he, he's just not. He doesn't look like a like an MLB third baseman at that weight. He kind of he kind of looks like Pab, Pablo Sandoval. Like, and the the comparisons weren't fair early on, but now they're totally fair. Yeah, he plays the ball like Sandoval does because he's out of shape. And and, and he, he's almost that Cecil Fielder type. You, you know, yeah, where you're right one now. dimensional. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and I think he'll have the best offensive numbers. But if you're talking the best play player, uh, based on what we've seen so far, I think it's got to be Bichette. It's got to be Bichette. Uh, and, but it's so close because Biggio, ha- Biggio's plate discipline for his age yeah. 
and for you know really his first taste of the of the majors. And he showed so many. Oh my god! So many glimpses of, of like being a great player. He goes on oh. these streaks where he's he's unstoppable. He's got sixteen dingers. Yeah. You know these, these guys are these guys. I mean, if you're a Blue Jays fan, you got to be excited about the future. Anyways, you got to be excited for our next episode. If you're a Blue oh, Jays okay. fan, <laughs> so regardless of Blue Jays yeah. fans. Or, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, good answer. Anyway. All right, so we're going to wrap this one up. Then we're going to come back with an interview on and go. Or do you have something else? We, well, we just were talking about playoff format oh, real quick. Oh, shit. Yeah, really I'm excited. Quick. i no, got to no, get into this interview yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, no, so do I. We are, almost, we are almost done. Right now, the wild card, which I hate only because it's one game. So stupid. I think yeah. it's ridiculous. It is. You play all that. You know, they had a big shower. Uh, with the, the, the Nationals poured themselves with liquor and all that, only to be ousted in one game. Mm-hmm. It's just ridiculous. But... The Washington Worse freaking Nationals. They lose Harper. It looks doom and gloom. And that cast of misfits, Howie Kendrick and Trey Turner and Adam Eaton. And, oh, Adam Eaton. Um, guys, they're like unbelievable year from them. And they came on in the second half. You guys see when Gerard Apara comes to the bat and the crowd goes, the, starts doing the baby shark? Yeah. No. Baby shark. That's his da, 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 they, they put his Is head it? on. Yeah. Was it's it so a joke? Good. It may have been a beginning, but now the whole crowd gets into it. It's unbelievable. Yeah. I do enjoy that when they, uh, like, teammates prank one of their players. Oh, yeah, it's awesome. Walks up. I like that. This, I really, really like what they're doing. Of course, they got Mad Max, and they got Strasburg, and they got Anibal Sanchez. Anibal? Uh, Anibal Sanchez? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. R- veteran guy. Isn't anyway. a steroid? Yeah. Uh, Anibal Sanchez? Yeah. Anabolic Sanchez? Yeah, anyway. <laughs> anyway, I'm super excited about them. They play Milwaukee in the first round, uh, but if, if all thing, everything stays the same, I think actually Milwaukee's now sl- slotted in there. So. Yep. Uh, and then Tampa and the A's. Friggin' Tampa drew 8,500 fans the other night against Boston. They drew 1,300 against the Yankees last night, but um, that's the Yankees, I guess. But still, you're, you're a playoff team. You're you're starting. You're just getting into form for the playoffs, and you're drawing eight thousand fans. The Jays draw fourteen thousand, and they're thirty games under five hundred. Yeah. What's going on with Tampa, guys? They got to get out of Tampa. Couldn't agree more. Kurt. <laughs> they go. Oh, hang on a second. Uh, please repeat. <laughs> they have to get out of Tampa. Tampa yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's confirmed. You didn't mean repeat literally. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Kurt. Kurt, our stats man. They got to get out of Tampa. Yeah, I, it's absurd. Is it next year that they start playing in Montreal? I think it's 50-50 next year, isn't it? Is it next year? Or do they have to do something to the Big O? They're retrofitting the oh. Big O for soccer, World Cup soccer. So um, it's going to be beautiful. Whoop-de-doo. I'm not a big fan of World Cup soccer personally, but they're going to I mean, they're gonna redo that, that monstrosity of a building to, yeah. uh, to bridge until they can actually build a stadium. And I'm, I, it's, I'm sure as the day turns tonight, Montreal gets a team back full-time within the next five to ten years. It's got to be the right uh, group that brings them back, too. I haven't heard anything in terms of, uh, I don't know who that group is anyway. Yeah, there's money in that city for sure. Oh, yeah. Oh, there's money in that city for sure. Hey, speaking of money, the Ottawa Champions have uh, two owner potential uh, buyers. They're 500 grand in debt with the city, and uh, they've got two buyers that want to buy the team. No word on whether they're going to keep them as the champions in the Can-Am League or perhaps in a... Affiliate. Affiliate. That's how you keep it. But Eugene yeah. Melnick has got yeah. a business plan for them. He's buying them, I think. Hmm? I heard he's one of it's them. It's the uh, sport, the sports group that owns uh, Melnick. Jesus. <laughs> okay. Well. Anyway, <sighs> rest in peace, Ottawa Champions. If that happens. If it's a affiliate team, that changes everything. Yeah. 
Yeah. Will you go to more games if it's an affiliate? I will go to a game. So therefore, more games. More games, Mike. Yeah, I would go. I, I would go more often if it was uh, there was an affiliation. To a how many champion? How many champion games do you go to a year? Typically, <laughs> <laughs> guys. T- typically, a few. I, I did not get out to any this year. Zero. Shameful. I know. Oh boy. Ask me how many times I discussed going to a game. I'd say at least a dozen. At least a dozen. At least a dozen. Kurt, did you go to any cha- champion games this year? Uh, no. Uh, maybe one. You came. You went to one. Was I there? Uh, maybe. Then you didn't. (laughs) (laughs) Is Ken hooked up? Ken is. uh, Ken, can you hear me? Can't hear you, but uh, he can hear you through the. uh, We got a newly purchased headphones. Number one. Yeah. Did you just buy those headphones? Yep. (laughs) Did you keep the receipt? (laughs) They're going back. He's in number three. All right, then he should be able to hear us. Can you hear us, uh, Ken? It's, and they don't work. In and out. Right oh, after. I can hear you. Oh. All right, well, as we go through these technical difficulties while recording, it's an interesting concept. But Ken, you wanted to ask Kenny something? Yeah. Have you been to any Ottawa Champion games this year? No, I haven't. No? I'm not a baseball fan. Sorry. Not a baseball fan. No, no problem. No problem. I would have no actually loved if you were like, no, I have not been. I don't watch soccer. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, moving on to uh, Mike, I just want to ask you your, your uh, thoughts on the playoff MLB playoff format. We've oh, we already I think it's unanimous. We don't like the wild card. That's yeah, stupid. But uh, baseball playoffs, maybe next to hockey, might be the best because every pitch counts, yeah. every second counts, every decision, coaching decision matters. Yep. And it's all the one on ones. The, uh, the 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 great pitcher takes on the the great hitter. Uh, in the you know the the ninth inning, uh, yeah, it's 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 play, it's the best baseball you're gonna see. Uh, I love the way they structure it. When you have I think three games a day, yeah, the one o'clock, the four o'clock, and then the seven or eight, uh, it's amazing. Oh, it's starting at noon or one o'clock. I yeah, love exactly. that. I absolutely love that. Yeah. Um, okay, well, let's just let's just cut to the chase here. Who do you got? Uh, I'll. I have. You want, uh, you want to name the names? No. Name the teams? No, I got the Astros coming out of the uh, AL. Okay. Yeah. And I'm going to go with the uh, the Braves coming out of the, the end. Really? They're the yeah. two seed mm-hmm. right behind the L.A. Yeah. Well, Brock, I'm gonna, I'll name the teams off. I think sure. the winner of Washington-Milwaukee plays the Dodgers, and Atlanta plays St. Louis. Those will be the four te- Those are the five teams right now. Who do you got uh, coming out of the, the National League? Give me the Brewers. You think the Brewers are going to beat the Nationals, and then they're going to beat then they're going to beat the, the Dodgers? That's incredible. <laughs> and they lost... <laughs> It's it's a long shot. Hey, they also hey, lost one of their best players. They're playing uh, hot right now. Yeah, they are playing hot, actually. You know, Why? Who did they lose? And they, they, lost, they got that closer, the big lefty. They lost uh, Yelich. Oh, they did? Yeah. He's the only guy I know. Okay, moving on. Okie dokie. But yeah, no, guy, yeah, you called yeah. it. All we right. all heard it. You said Brewers. Brewers. <laughs> Check my pro line slip. Um, I've got... I'm just I'm old faithful. Ah, i got to go Washington. I just think they're playing hot, and they've got a veteran team, and they've got three starters that can dominate games. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get. I'm gonna take Washington out Didn't of the Didn't you choose the Dodgers to be the next team in L.A. to win a thing, and they said only because the um, World Series is pre yes, the Lakers? I, but this was pre-Washington going on a complete tear the last month. I, I No one saw this coming. Nobody. They lost Bri- uh, Bryce Harper. No one saw them coming, like, coming at this, uh, this playoff run like this. It'll I be, didn't. It'll be over soon. <laughs> okay, I think they win the wild card, and I think they're going to host Milwaukee. They're going to win the wild card, and then they're going to take LA, and away we go. In the uh, in, a, in the American League, guess who I got? I got the Twinkies. I got the freaking Twinkies, man. Minnesota Twins. Who's Why? the wild card? 
Uh, A's and uh, Rays are sitting there now. They're going to end up playing the Astros. So really, in my eyes, it doesn't matter who wins that. The Astros will beat them. I think the Astros and Twinkies will play in the the ALCS, and uh, the Twinkies go on to play the Nationals. How do you like them apples, gang? You don't give a shit. It's crickets. I need a cricket sound Kurt, if you guys too early Kurt, for Ken, do you guys have a, a horse in this race? I like the Dodgers unis. Like the Dodgers unis? Okay. Hey, yeah, yeah, that's a good start. Class, He's already talking unis. That's classic good, unis. He's going to fit in fine. Classic say, unis. If I were to pick, I'd, I'd say uh, the Astros and uh, Dodgers. That's, that's, I think that's a safe bet. I think that's what most people are picking. Pitching, do either hitting. those teams have a mascot come down a slide when there's a home run? Oh, for the love of God. I don't even know so. if they do that anymore. Do they still do that? The hot dog dude or whatever? Oh, they don't do that anymore? The brewer guy? Brewers, yeah. So. Yeah, when, when it's got to. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's got to be a liability. Who cares? So does the Iceman running around the thing with fans and whatever. Anyway. <laughs> Why don't we take a break? We're and when about we come baseball back, liabilities, yeah. We'll take a quick break, and when we come back, it's legend time. We're gonna, yeah. Remember when UP did it, or was it UP? Who broke his ankle? Is the mascot in the... In the, uh, the, Phil, the Philly Fanatic, wasn't it? Was the Philly Fanatic, or was the Moose from uh, the Mariners? Remember the guy who was in the shattered his mascot? shattered his leg. He yeah, was, he shattered he his leg. He was being pulled by a four-wheeler on rollerblades and went into the wall. I think it was the Mariners. Oh, he shattered his leg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Was he on roller skates? On rollerblades. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they dragged him out oh, to yeah. the thing. Was, I'm sure he was crying. In the, oh, it had to have been. But he never took his helmet off or his hat, whatever, and just pulled him outside, and they're like, yeah, Fix moosey moose over there in the, the worst. The worst was the San Jose Shark guy stuck on the bungee cord there for and it delayed the game for about 15 minutes. And it wasn't long after Owen Hart died in the WWF when he fell from the like, come on, gang. Well, yeah, but Sharky wasn't in a an, uh, walking boot for the next 12 years. <laughs> the the, the best, replacement, the best mascot story, and you got to Google it, but is the uh, New Jersey Devils mascot when he shattered that window at the kid's birthday party? What has anybody seen that? Google it and search it now and okay. enjoy. <laughs> well, we'll have to go out to that. All right. Hey, anyway, we're going out to uh, Greta Van Fleet on this one. Then we're going to come back with Ken Tasker yeah. and his interview. 